Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,403. No limit to what you can accomplish if you don't mind who gets the credit. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Carmel, Indiana, Don Gottwald. Hey, Don, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Ready to go, Mark. All right. Don Gottwald is president of Digital Data and Mobility Solutions and chief strategy officer of KAR, Car Auction Services, Inc. Don is responsible for CAR's growing portfolio of digital data and mobility assets, overseeing CAR business, including Open Lane, CARS Arrive, RDN, ClearPlan, Driven, AutoVin, and Stratum. He also oversees CAR's data as a service function, leveraging the company's broad data set to develop predictive analytics and artificial intelligence solutions that power efficiency and inform decision-making for both the company and its customers. Don's an avid automobile enthusiast and collector, and his prize classic is his Mach 5. Yeah, that Mach 5, better known as Speed Racer's Car. We're going to learn a little bit about that and a lot more about cars. So, Don, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Before I jump into the questions, would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your business and your passion for automobiles? Absolutely, Mark. Thank you. Uh, Privileged to be here with you. Um, I've had a 30-plus year career in the automotive business, broken out into three segments, actually started in the retail automotive space right out of college, spent a handful of years there, Mark, and then also spent some time doing dealer development work for a General Motors subsidiary. The second segment was around automotive financial services, working for OEM captive finance companies and the auto finance side of the business. And now I'm in the aftermarket services part of the business uh, here at Car Auction Services. Love to tell you just a little bit about what we do here at Car. We're a wholesale remarketing business. Our legacy business is auto auctions. Um, and we have an entire platform around automobile auctions that help create the marketplaces for big, large sellers, portfolios, owners of portfolios of automobiles like the OEMs and their captive finance companies, rental car companies and uh, auto dealers that need to source inventory for their dealerships. Last year, we sold over 6 million cars 
in uh, our automotive marketplaces, and we do a whole bunch of things around that end-to-end platform, financing, logistics, transportation, and other ancillary services. So that's what we do at CAR. We're headquartered in Carmel, Indiana, but we have about 15,000 teammates in multiple countries, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, the U.K., and Europe. Just a little company. (laughs) Wow, that's incredible. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about CAR, about you, but first, as we continue on your journey, I want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra, something that's been important in your life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on CARS, yeah? So, Don, take the wheel. Mark, I think one that comes to mind here is something that's often credited to have sat on a plaque on President Ronald Reagan's desk and something to the fact there's no limit to what you can accomplish if you don't mind who gets the credit. That sticks in my mind as a senior leader in a public company. It's kind of naturally I'm a public face for that corporation, but throughout my career, if you think of senior leaders as having moved behind the camera instead of being in front of the camera and giving a opportunity for other people to to do things. They'll they'll impress you. They'll amaze you. They'll do wonderful things. And as a team, and I've always said business is a team sport, we'll get more done. So that's that's one that comes to mind. I love that quote. I thought at first you might say, take a jelly bean. Remember uh, (laughs) Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan was great for his uh, jar of jelly beans. But uh, no, that's that's an incredible statement. And it's one of those that is oh so important when you're running any kind of group. Uh, I remember my son in a high school uh, group, you know, in high school, they kind of put you together with groups and try to teach you how to work as a team and not independently. And I remember sharing that quote with him at that time. And so it's so funny. I brought back a flooded of memory there. He's 25 now and working on his own. And um, I'm sure at some point in his career, he'll start to run a group of people. But uh, oh, so important. Yeah. Let other people do their job. Just, you know, give them some guidance and then get out of their way and then let them take the credit for it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love that. Very cool. Well, let's go back in time and have you share a story that instigated a passion, the passion you have for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy? You know, that's a really tough question, Mark, because as long as I can remember, my fondest memories, some of my most vivid memories are all around automobiles. Um, From being a kid playing with the, you know, what are Hot Wheels and Matchboxes to running home and watching TV shows like Speed Racer with the Mach 5 or Batman and the Batmobile, even uh, what was that show? Scooby-Doo had the mystery machine, right? Uh, Oh yeah, I built the model of that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Remember those models? The Ferrari 308 and Magnum PI. So I was always drawing cars. But if you ask me for one pivotal moment, I did my undergrad, um, my college education at little school in Midland, Michigan called Northwood University. And a lot of people call that the car school. It's I think the only place you can get an accredited automotive management or automotive marketing degree. I don't have that degree, but going there um, as a high school student evaluating college choices, Northwood students still to this day put on a very large outdoor automobile show. It's done exclusively by the students. It's a heck of a production. Highly recommended for you or any of your listeners if you've not had a chance. But seeing that show, seeing that on, it was like, that's the bug. I want to somehow be involved in this and in this industry. That's probably the one one event, I might say, really made it very clear. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that event. I'll have to look that up. And uh, if I do, I'll find a link to that and put it on your show notes page so other people can learn about it. I think that's fantastic is getting uh, younger people involved. And imagine the uh, experience there of running an event like that. Car shows, I've talked to people, oh, I think I'm going to have a car show. I'm going to start a concourse. 
okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's an amazing amount of work. I mean, just incredible and requires a huge, big team of people who are dedicated uh, and so forth. So I think it's fantastic. Uh, Stuart Sobeck, who's launching a new Concorde coming up here in Las Vegas, uh, you just talked to him about that. And the amount of work that it takes and the people involved is pretty spectacular. So uh, check that one out, too, if you're online. Uh, Las Vegas Concorde is going to be fantastic. It takes place uh, just before the SEMA uh, adventure. So uh, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure you faced. And I, I don't like to bring up bad memories with people just to do it. But I want you to share one in particular, and then more importantly, how did you overcome that situation? What was the learning lesson from it that you could take forward in a positive way? Yeah, I think what I'll choose to talk about, Mark, is uh, is a positive experience, uh, an outcome from a challenge. Um, I had the opportunity to start a business within the walls of General Motors. Uh, I was employee number one for Saab Financial Services here in the United States, which was the... Uh, captive finance company for the U.S. Arm of Saab. That was uh, the Swedish automaker that GM owned half of at the time. Our parent company uh, had been given the opportunity and said, hey, this is going to take 24 months to build, right? There was so much to do, not only build the team, build systems, licensing, funding, etc. But uh, we were asked to do it, and we did it in just over four months. What? Um, yeah. we <laughs> Four we, months? Oh, my gosh. The mantra there was a running start. Just got the team. Uh, I hired the first few dozen um, employees myself, started, you know, interviewing, et cetera. But just get everybody laser focused on day one. Let's not worry about day two. Let's worry about day one and, and run. And had a great team, tremendous people. Uh, but I think the learning there was, well, first off, people can do amazing things if, if they put their minds to it. And you have a you have a good strong team, people that are committed to the mission. And that's really what I would say I learned the importance of is, you know, kind of creating and sharing a vision of where we're going, something for the team to rally around. Um, I like to say today, Mark, that was 20 years ago, almost um, the importance of the why, if you will, right? So as humans, we want to know why. As employees, I think we have a right to know why. And sometimes that why is missing. So we did it quickly. We did it right. One of the big success metrics of a business like that, other than the financial metrics, is customer feedback. Uh, and our after our first year in business, we ranked number four in the annual J.D. Power and Associates Dealer Financing Satisfaction Survey. We had an extremely loyal, engaged team. So I guess to summarize, it was it was an amazing challenge. Uh, the team rose to the occasion. We we got the right people, got them in the right seats, um, and turned them loose. Um, there was not an opportunity for micromanaging, uh, you know, in, in an environment like that, and just really really reinforced the the power of that vision and the why, and getting the team rallied. What became of that? Well, obviously, we know the story where um, GM did acquire 100% of Saab, but then unfortunately, it's not one of the brands that's here. But that business was um, successful while it was here supporting uh, the OEM in the United States. Many yeah. of those teammates uh, are still my friends today, um, including cool. some that I still work with today in just different capacities. Yeah, you mentioned why, and I love that word. If any of you out there, listeners, have never seen the TED Talk by Simon Sinek, why? Uh, you should really go watch it. And it really helps you identify 
the why in your life in so many different levels and think about what you're doing and you can apply it to something very minor or something very major like what the undertaking you took. But I love that question why. I even have a place on my website where I mentioned, why did I start Cars Yeah? Why? Why are you doing this? And that came from a friend of mine when I thought I would launch this whole concept and he said, why would you want to do that? And I had to stop and go, hmm, that's a great question. I better think about that a little more. So ask yourself why. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on that. I know a lot of listeners have been waiting for this question. I asked all my guests about their first really special car. You have the, the Mach 5. And for those of us who loved the Speed Racer cartoons when we were kids, and any kind of car person that's worth the salt knows what the Mach 5 is. I don't know the story behind how did you get the Mach 5? You, you want the details, Mark? Well, that, we can yeah. go a little ways. This is only about a half hour show, but I, you know, I, I, this is the kind of thing that everybody, you know, it's like everybody wants the Batmobile, right? And I got to spend a day with uh, Batmobile number three years ago with Adam West, the classic Batman, the guy. Of course, we've lost Adam since then, but got to spend a day with him with a friend of mine that uh, we've also lost, uh, Pat, who lived up in Seattle, had Batmobile number three. And to put Adam West in that car and we did photo shoots and we were doing some things with him, and have him tell the stories of being back on the set with that car. And some of the idiosyncrasies and goofiness with that car was absolutely fantastic. And I know that in our pre-show chat, you talked about having beer with a friend and talking about wanting to have the Batmobile or the Mach 5. And here you are. You have it. you got to tell us, how do you get the Mach 5? It's actually a great story, as there's so many great car stories that begin with the chase, right? Which is, for many of us, the, the, the real passion anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting around with a friend having, uh, having a beer one night, and he leans in and says, you know what I'd really like to have is a Batmobile. We're talking cars, as we often did. Rather sheepishly, he said it, right? 60s original Batmobile. I said, oh, I'd love to have one too. And as we kept talking, I said, what I'd actually really like to have is a, is a Mach 5 and had seen replicas over the years and just never pulled the trigger. And a couple of weeks later, he sent me a link to a dealer who happened to have a replica Batmobile and a replica Mach 5. Um, it was a very nice looking little car. It was a third generation Corvette with a basically a kit package on it. I started doing a little research, Mark, to try to find out a little more about that car to perhaps enter into discussions with the seller. And I found an expired, about one-year-old eBay listing for what I thought was that car. Found the seller, reached out to the seller, and I get this guy on a train in New York City that happens to have a side gig as a classic car broker. And he, he says, no, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about an eBay listing from a year ago for a replica Mach 5. Now, this is a Monday, and he says, but on Thursday, I'm launching an eBay auction for the real Mach 5. I said, what do you mean the real Mach 5? And long story short, this is the only officially licensed street legal Mach 5. It was built um, by a, a guy that builds cars for the movies and licensed and commissioned by Speed Racer Enterprises at the time, the U.S. licensing arm for Speed Racer. And they took it around to the Macy's Day Parade, Daytona 500, etc., and sold merchandise and did some charity work with it. When they lost that license, that entity lost the license, they parted with their assets. And here I am calling a guy on Monday, and on Thursday, he was going to launch that auction. Needless to say, that auction never got launched, and yeah. I own the real Mach 5. So This is so cool. I, you know, when you're driving that thing around, I can't even imagine all the stuff that happens to you. Tell us just maybe one crazy story about driving the Mach 5 and an experience. Well, well first off... Um, 
you have to drive very defensively. Remember all your defensive driving techniques because people want to take pictures, video, they're hanging out of their car. Cars, um, yeah. <laughs> it's usually not a problem until it's the driver trying to do it and they're swerving into your lane. So right. you, have to, you have to drive very, uh, very defensively when you're driving the car. So it's just uh, all the people wanting to take pictures. I would imagine the gas station stops are very long. Yes, they are. And you're um, surprised by, you know, everybody has a story, at least from a certain age group, about having watched uh, that television series at some point um, or its later um, versions of it. And so they want to share, right? Which is one of the things I love most about the, the automobile hobby, right? It's the community that it creates. And there's always a conversation people want to have with you. It's very cool. I saw a Mach 5 when I was at the Peterson earlier this year, Peterson uh, Automotive Museum down in Los Angeles. I shot a series for my upcoming season two Cars Yet television show, and they had one sitting there. Um, I'm assuming it's not yours. It was a different one, probably. That's correct. That's um, I've seen that car. I've um, Nice car, but not uh, not the same, right? Not the same. Yeah, very cool. Do you have a seller's remorse story in your life, a car you let go that you wish you still had? Oh, for sure. I think I think many of us do. And this one, there's no hesitation on. Um, I've been saying it for years. Now, this is going to be a very odd story, Mark. There's a, an Isuzu product called an Amigo. I had a 1990 Isuzu Amigo XS all-wheel drive, just for the record. Uh, back then, right out of college, I was working in a car dealership. We had an Isuzu franchise. I bought it brand new fully loaded, very tough looking truck with great off-road capabilities. It was really more a toy. I had a company car at the time and my fiance, then my wife and our dog, we'd take it, you know, on the weekends, goof around. But I sold it three years old with 3000 miles when I switched jobs and didn't think I could afford to have a toy car. And boy, it was a very rare and unique vehicle, but really more probably for sentimental reasons. I wish I had that car back. And so if you or any of your followers here, Mark, listeners um, know where there's a really nice one, look me up. They're, they're, they there didn't make go. many. They didn't sell many. And a lot of them didn't make it. So Yeah, I'm going to have to Google that to go back and see what that thing looks like, because I'm not familiar with that name. So uh very interesting car. Well, I would love for you to share a lot more about car auction services. You talked a little bit at the beginning of our talk about the different things you guys do, but I'd love for you to expand a little bit further into all the things that uh, our listeners here can go and learn about car, and that's K-A-R auction services. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, we're in Indiana-based publicly traded company, and we often say locally here, we're the largest publicly traded company in Indiana you've never heard of. We have no consumer-facing brands or very little uh, interaction. We're a B2B automotive aftermarket services company. We support that wholesale remarketing space, as we like to call it, but we're a marketplace maker that brings together the sellers, typically large volume sellers of automobiles, and buyers, typically licensed uh, automobile dealers in the countries I mentioned. And then we have uh, 21 go-to-market brands around that platform that bring all the services you would need to those buyers and sellers. So we do the financing, inventory financing for car dealers. We own a very large automotive locksmith business, as you might imagine, to sell cars. Or when you buy them, sometimes there's not two sets of keys. And then more recently, a host of digital platforms, software as a service, capabilities built around that. Some of them, um, transportation and logistics, for instance, will ship a couple million cars through a mobile application that brings together people that have cars to ship with the people that have the means to ship them. 
but we've been doing a lot more around data analytics and mobility services and, and other things that bring value to the customer bases that I've mentioned. All of that's built around a 30-plus-year-old business that's a network of uh, automobile auctions, physical sites, often with 100 acres or more where thousands of cars are sold every month in live auction lanes, uh, but increasingly online. You can stand in a lane and bid on your phone or you can bid from your desktop. More than half of the cars sold in our marketplaces will be sold to an online uh, digital customer. So that's our business. Yeah, very cool. Where can people go to learn more about CAR? CAR Auction Services, K-A-R Auction Services. And again, most of the automotive uh, dealer community would be um, be familiar with us. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Well, Don, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new ADS-2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out, enter Cars Yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Don, we're back and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. I'm going to kind of get into your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would Don be and why? Mm, great question. Very, very thought-provoking question, Mark. I've got two boys. They're actually uh, young men, and we've played this game before, right? I've asked them that, and my daily driver is a 2015 Land Rover Range Rover Sport SVR. It's a wonderful automobile. Uh, the interior is one of the best executions ever, in my opinion, and great design, leather, lots of carbon fiber. And my, my boys say this embodies me, right? It's not the flashiest. It's uh, really nice on the inside. So, you know, that's what they might say. If I had to pick maybe a Corvette or some American muscle car, 
not the fastest, not the most luxurious, yet tries really hard and unabashedly American, right? So why don't we go with a muscle car of some sort? (laughs) There you go. Great answer. All right. We are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that muscle car throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, drive them. They're cars. They're meant to be driven, right? So um, sometimes I forget that, and they're not. They're works of art, but they're they have a purpose. So if you're in the collector car hobby, drive them. They're meant to be driven. Much better for the car too. That's for sure. Absolutely. Cars that sit. Yeah, the last collector car I bought had sat for a long time, and oh, there was all sorts of things that had to be fixed on it because just leaking and things that dried up. Yeah, cars don't like to sit. Take them out and have some fun. Don't save them for the next guy. Enjoy them. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Uh, I like to stay current. Um, and you have to work at that, right? It's easy to get set in our ways. We've had the good fortune of working with a, a futurist uh, company uh, called Future Hunters. And the principal there, woman by the name of Edie Weiner, has two things that I really take away. Uh, read things you wouldn't otherwise have an interest in just to get different perspectives. She actually goes as far as to say, physically subscribe to a physical magazine or a newspaper. We, we retain a lot that way. Um, and then talk to young people, right? Really engage with young people who see the world differently, just as we did differently from, from uh, the generations before us. And uh, my, my boys help me a lot with that. They help try to keep me current. So I would give you stay current. Don't get stuck Great in your advice. way. Absolutely. Fantastic advice. Uh, how about a resource? Is there one in particular you'd like to share? Um, for the automotive community, there's so many things out there. I might just mention the good folks at uh, Miller Auto Care in uh, Carmel, Indiana, do some restoration, do a lot of stuff to help keep my small fleet of cars on the road. I love those guys. And Mark, I know some of your uh, your guests before have talked about all the good work the automotive community does for great causes that help people that are less fortunate. And so maybe I can mention just a couple great events we have right here in, in uh, the greater Indianapolis area. There's one called Artimobilia. It's a 10-plus-year-old weekend celebration now of the art and design of the automobile. We uh, have a Southern Indiana Road Rally, a great fundraising gala, and then a community car show. And um, this year, I think we had nearly 500 cars, about 25,000 people in the, uh, the Carmel Arts and Design District. Money Magazine's number one place to live in the country a couple of years ago. There you but, go. <laughs> but we support a bunch of 5013C charities through that, both for The Heart, which places AEDs and first responder cars, Three Points Racing, bringing uh, military veterans onto motorsports teams, um, things like that. And then a great event I just participated in this weekend. Um, some folks started an organization called Cruise Indy. So it's built around a cruise. The organizer's from Detroit, and he's kind of probably got the Woodward Dream Cruise in mind. That was a fundraiser for a, a great organization called Fields of Honor to provide educational scholarships to spouses and children of Americans, America's fallen and disabled service members. So great cause. We had great weather here this weekend and, and got out there and um, had a little cruise and had a little car show. So wherever you are, uh, Mark, there's there's something like that. So a way to tie your passion with, with helping others. So I would just um, encourage folks to find whatever's local. But if you're interested in learning more, Artimobilia has become a, re- a regional event and it's a, it's a great organization here. Sounds fantastic. I love it. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? And it's only one, right? Um, yeah, well, if, if you'd like to have two at the table, I'd let you do <laughs> no, that. I'll, I'll pick one, and I'm going to pick 
Harley Earl, the first design chief at GM. One thing I like most about the the automobile, the physical automobile, is design. I'm a beautiful design uh, guy first, and all the um, the stuff that came out of GM's design studios under Harley Earl in the 50s, um, just amazing, iconic designs. Fins, right? I mean, that's that was awesome. Eventually, uh, the project that eventually became the Corvette came out of there. So I think it would be fascinating to hear his stories and learn more about his experience um, with those uh, iconic design teams. I think it'd be great. Maybe we could uh, invite Bill Mitchell to sit at the table, too. Absolutely. That and cool. That's what I'm saying. We could keep going, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. How about a book? Is there a book that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, an automotive theme book. Um, it's it's been out a while, but I only read it here a year or so ago. Um, American Icon by Bryce Hoffman, which was about uh, Alan Mulally, if I say his name properly, and the tremendous success he engineered at Ford Motor Company coming out of the great uh, financial crisis. Um, obviously, being part of the industry, and you know, um, during that time, it was very trying. So very interesting. But it's also a great business history book, just a fascinating read. So, heck, maybe a, a drink with Alan would be very interesting, too, if you'd give me that second name. So, Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so. He went on to uh, run successfully Boeing uh, for a while as, as well, I believe. So, uh, I think he ran their commercial division um, before Bill Ford was able to recruit him over to Ford. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you can find all these great uh, resources that Don has shared with us on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Don Gottwald, G-O-T-T-W-A-L-D, and that page will pop right up. All right, Don, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question could be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, but there are some rules that might make this game a little challenging for you. One is, you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, so that little financial trick's off the table. You have to drive it. No garage queens, but here's the kicker. It's the only one collector car you can have, which means if you pick something other than the Mach 5, you got to let the Mach 5 go. I'd be happy to take that off your hands. Uh, or maybe you just want to keep the Mach 5, and that's your one car. But if there's one car, that fantasy car that I can park in your garage, um, Mark, I'm going to let you off the hook. You don't have to buy it. It's already there. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to I'm going to say, while I've got a running wish, wish list, like a lot of folks of cars that someday I'd like to have, um, and I have some a few really nice cars. You mentioned the Mach Five. I've got an old Ferrari I like, and a current gen Ford GT. That's truly an amazing car. But I have a 1974 Torino GT. It's a Survivor. 57,000 miles. Oh, I've had it 20 plus years. Uh, my first car was a 71 Torino. I only paid $250 for it and overpaid it. Um, but I learned a lot about the automobile. <laughs> have some great memories uh, laying in the snow at midnight, changing a starter. Um, and this is the car I wish I had as a kid. So there's so many memories. I, I tell my boys all the time, this will be the last one to go. Just bury me in it. So um, maybe a little boring, but uh, it's the one I have. You know, I love the answer to this uh, many times I get. I'm just, well, often I'll get the obvious Ferrari GTO or something, you know, really wild and crazy like that. When I get these heartfelt answers, uh, especially considering some of the cars you, you have in your garage, pretty spectacular. Uh, but a car like this that many people are going, what? But it's, it's really what cars are all about. It's, it's about people, but it's about memories and the memories we have around these vehicles. So I love your answer for that one. Very Let nice me add on done. to that. I, I tell, have told my, my 
voice for years, it's not a material thing. Uh, it's about community, right? You can go to a Cars and Coffee and there's some gal there with a $3 million car and there's some guy with a $3,000 car, but they're equally as passionate. There's tremendous stories around it. I just love the people you meet. Everybody checks the stripes at the door and it's all about community to me. I, I, I love it. So I appreciate all you do to keep promoting and inspiring the community, Mark. Well, thanks. Thanks. You know, I just did a keynote speech with the Porsche Club this past weekend and that's one of the things I talk about is how this car community transcends all things that typically divide us. Uh, it kind of pushes politics out of the way, pushes gender out of the way, pushes all these different things, finances, stuff like that, and brings us all together on an equal playing field. And like you said, you could be standing there talking to a guy that's got a multi-million dollar car and you've got one that's worth a couple thousand bucks and we're both looking over each other's shoulder, admiring what they have. So it's definitely a unique thing in the automotive industry, I believe. And it's something I've learned after uh, now 1,403 talks. So, Don, you've taken me on a great ride today. This has been fun. Really enjoyed getting to know you better. want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you give us a little parting piece of wisdom and guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 74 Torino GT? Uh, well, you actually just inspired me to think of one of the quotes I like, and that's less talking, more doing. And, you know, right now, you know, I'm a big fan of accountability and doing what we say we're going to do, getting things done. But right now, the greater good, right, maybe especially in the political landscape, less talking, more doing, right? Let's find solutions. Let's find answers. Get off the uh, the 24-7 news of yelling at each other. So that'll be my parting thoughts. Let's get it done. Yes, nicely said. And what's, again, the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Well, carauctionservices.com, K-A-R Auction Services is our business. I'm on LinkedIn, yet I have this uh, adopted protocol to only connect with people I know well enough to, to say something positive about. And then the realmock5.com uh, uh, is the website for, for the car. So that's how to get me. There you go. I'll make sure I put those links on Don's show notes page. You can find everything on the Cars yeah website. Just type Don Gottwald into the search bar. Don, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your experiences, and your expertise, and for sharing them with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. Great to have been with you today. This was fun. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!